So in high school, actually, I think this was grade 11. Mm-hmm. We all were going through co-op at that point. Yes. We were put in a co-op class. Yes. You have a co-op teacher. And at one point he comes up and says, okay, I need to put in applications for all of you guys. What do you want to do? And you'd go up to him after you guys, class. By the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, how they generalize the population. So I went up to him after class. I told him what I was interested in. And I told him I wanted to be an automotive technician in Canadian Tire, Active Green and Ross, whatever was available. And That's what you, that was the first words out of your mouth. That was the first words. You thought about this. Yeah. And you said, this is what I want. This is what I want. This is what I was waiting for okay. to ask you. And he said, I can put an application into a Canadian tire. Um, I'll get back to you later. So a couple of days later, he pulls me aside and he was a great guy. He was an amazing co-op teacher, but he said, I can't get you into anything. I can't get you into any automotive sector, any shop. Because the managers tell me that they don't want to hire you due to liability issues. Because you'd be the only girl in the room. And I told him, I said, I don't really care. It's interesting because when a lot of times when we've come from, uh, like we would say, like an immigrant family. Yes. Right? Yeah. Even though you'd say you'd born here, you're Canadian, uh, we've, we've got you know, roots, right? From yes. other parts of the world. And so th- there is still like this connection. Of course. This cultural connection mm-hmm. to these other parts of the world. And um, and it's, you know, it's interesting that back when, when I remember, um, you know, like there was even stuff like, like this is what, you know, you know, this is what guys, boys grow up to do. Mm-hmm. For example, like hockey. Of course. It was a thing, like girls don't play hockey. No, right? girls would, or it was the guys would play baseball, but the girls would play softball. Right. Even though at the end of the day, it's the same scheme of sport. Right, right. But I would say that there, from what I understood, was the baseball was heavier and the softball was lighter. Correct right. me if I'm wrong. I, I don't know. Um, the bat is still the bat. <laughs> yeah, you still got to run around four bases. You still have to run. Right. So uh, you still get three strikes, you know. Exactly. The game is a lot the same. Um, but um, even like uh, in in a lot of things, so there was like, you know, this is like what, this is where the guys go. This is what the guys do. Mm-hmm. Um, and career path, for example, mm-hmm. right? And what people study, like this is what, you know. Did, did you feel that? Like, was that a message? It that- was always a message for me. It was even just growing up in an immigrant household yeah. or even just school at the time. It was the girls mainly did this and the guys did this. The guys played on one side of the playground and the girls always came together and played on their end. Okay. Girls gossiped, guys didn't. Oh, Okay. That's what we grew up learning and knowing about our culture. And it was funny because I was never the one sitting in the corner gossiping. Okay. I was always out on the other side of the field playing with the guys. Okay. Not necessarily for any other reason, but I just wanted to play. Okay. I found recess a time for taking a break and running around and expressing myself. Right. And that's what I enjoyed to do. Um, I wanted to get active and uh-huh. I didn't just want to sit down. So that's why I engaged with the guys a lot more in that sense. And it was funny because the teacher, I remember I had one teacher that sat me down and she actually said, she's like, is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, everything's okay. Why? She's like, are the girls being mean to you? Because huh. I don't see you hanging out with them a lot or talking to them. And I said, no, the girls are fine with me. I still talk to them during class. I still do projects with them. And I'm talking elementary school. This is not even high school where I had this conversation huh. pop up. And I told her, no, I just, I want to play. I want to be active. I'm sitting down inside of class all day on right. a chair. Right. I don't want to keep doing that. Hmm. And... I remember when she told me this. And then what, yeah, what did she say to that? And she she really didn't say much. She said, okay, just, you know, I'm just checking in. And after she left, I thought to myself is, am I doing something wrong? Yeah. Is there something wrong with me? Right. And I really sat there. I remember I sat there thinking about it. Was I supposed to be a guy? Oh, you know, right. and those questions started coming in. And honestly, those questions didn't leave my head for a while. 
not the whole gender role, but yeah, yeah. I wish what? I were a guy because the guys Maybe, get, exactly. or am I behaving as a girl should behave? Is that exactly. it? Exactly, and that's where the question came up. And then I started to look down at my clothes, looking at the way I dressed, and I would think. Oh, maybe it's the way I'm dressing. The girls aren't. I'm not engaging with them. Mm. Is that is that why, or is it just because I feel comfortable wearing? I used to wear baggy clothes. I wasn't very fitted right. during elementary school. So all these questions started to come up, and for a very long time, I was dealing with this question: Is is there something wrong with me, or was it the way I was raised or the people I played with that has made me the way I am? Okay, so what were your possible answers at that time possible. other than something's wrong with me? Possible answers were... Mm, like that you thought of, like that explained it to you anyway. Honestly, I never really had the explanation right. for a long, long time. The woman I came up with an explanation was maybe at the end of high school, closer to when we were, we were all graduating, and I thought maybe I'm just different. Maybe this is who I was built to be and how I was guided is a different story right. of what we were told to do while we grow up or what we should be doing. And maybe I'm just on a different path and there's nothing wrong with that. So we've so I love how uh, you use the word, I, I think there's a, there's an interesting relationship between different and wrong, mm -hmm. right? Like, so you go back to when your, your first teacher asked you, is everything okay? Yes. Right, like are are the girl or something? It prompted you to think: Is everything okay? Yes. And before that moment, you're like, you didn't. It never occurred to you that something's different or not okay. Exactly. So you're carrying on, and everything is just fine. Yeah. And then somebody brings it to you. It's like, um, you know, like uh, I remember this happened. I I didn't. I just went for a um, an extra in the arm, and someone goes, okay. "There's a tear there," and I'm like. After they said that, I started feeling the pain. Oh my gosh. Right? Because it's, it's like, wait, now is something wrong? <laughs> and then now there's something wrong because yeah. I think something's wrong. You could have just left it alone. And you wouldn't have And known. you would have just kept on playing, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, but you, you go from, is something wrong? Because this person has thought about it and seen it so yes. many times. And as you grow, you figure, hold on, this person knows something. Mm -hmm. It's not just anybody. Mm -hmm. uh, to being okay it's different. And there's a saying actually in, in our culture that says, you know, the five fingers on a hand are all different. Okay, I see. And they all belong to the same hand. And you're so doing on, the same thing. On some level, even on you, your five fingers are different, mm -hmm. but there's nothing wrong with them. Mm -hmm. So different is not wrong, mm -hmm. but that's often how it feels at first. Um, and did you, uh, so, so that was a teacher. Yes. But then after you start paying attention to it. Yes. Right? Yeah. Did you get sort of sometimes confirmations from say the girls or the boys going, yeah, what's different or you're different or what's wrong with you? Like did the boys never say, what are you doing here? Did a boy ever go, hey, go play with the girls? No, honestly. Oh, wow. Maybe it was the neighborhood that I grew up with okay. was more accepting, I would say. Okay. I don't know. They never really questioned it. Okay. Also, it could be because from the age of three, four, we were already playing together. So they already got used to that idea. Right. But the girls, yes, they would question. What do you mean? They, they would come up to me and ask, oh, do you play with them because you like them? Mm. You know, it's the immature questions, which they would be asking. Well, they're curious, right, too. And they're curious. And I don't even blame them for asking those right. because I started to put myself in their position and think... You know what, if I saw a girl only wanting to hang out with a group of guys, maybe she likes one of them. Right. And that's their, her reasoning why. Right. And I remember telling her was, no, I just, I enjoy play. it. I have more fun this way. I did try to switch my way around. And Stop. Yeah. Really? I did. I when really, was it in like? Uh, it was not too long after the conversation with the teacher, maybe about a year later or six so months So you're being later. like deliberate. Yes. What were you doing deliberately? Uh hanging out with them, pretending to be like them, going okay. to the mall with them, okay. uh, trying to dress like them. Okay. I was looking at their actions and seeing what they're doing and trying to match it. I remember once- So you you, you realized that you weren't matching Exactly, yes. And so you're trying to learn the action and you're Almost trying to understand why? Exactly, and see if I was comfortable with what they were doing. Right. And I wasn't, but I kept doing it. Hmm. 
because again, I thought if the teacher's asking me this, there's a reason why. So this is still elementary where right. I'm doing my change and ended up actually joining a group of girls, becoming their friends, sticking to them, stopped hanging out with the guys as much. Um, I guess this was also at a point where we were maturing and things also started to change when you hang out with a different kind of gender. Right. And I don't know, it always just felt a little bit odd during that time. What I was doing and what, what I was conforming was odd. I didn't feel okay with it, but I was doing it because everyone else was doing it. And people stopped asking the question of why are you hanging out with them? Well, at least that went away. That went away. and Because <laughs> that was odd. It was very so odd. that part wasn't yes. odd anymore. It wasn't odd anymore, but I was still playing with Legos on the school desk. I was still putting them together. Right. And I could tell, I could feel like I was being judged. Was, why are you doing that? And they were like Lego cars. Um, we had bionicles. You, you felt like you were being judged. Yeah. Like I, I could feel that surrounding from the others around well, what's me. What's the hint? Like how someone looks at you? What, it's what is the it? looks. Uh, it's you start to feel like they're backing away from you a little bit. Like they're not trying to engage with you. And you feel a little bit cornered. You're not engaged in their conversations anymore. So you you feel like you felt left out. Left out. That's the word. Sort of left out. And I don't know if it bothered me as much either because I was enjoying what I was doing. I was in a good space. I was comfortable with my space. Right. But also you do want to, you don't want to be so lonely in elementary school. Like you want to have your group of friends because everyone's doing it. Okay. And you want to be in that mix. I still so it felt a little lonely. Yeah, it did. It did when you're being judged, when you're put in the corner and left out. It can get to you at times. And I remember it did. It did. But I still liked, I, st I liked what I was doing so much that it kind of- You were okay. It was bothering me, but on one side, I was okay. I was like, I'll just keep going. It is what it is. Do you know that's what I hear they say is the difference between being alone and being lonely? Oh, really? Yeah. Exactly that. The difference between okay. being alone mm -hmm. and being lonely, you're still, you both are isolated. Mm -hmm. But the difference between being alone and being lonely mm -hmm. is, that a, is that a person who's alone but not lonely mm -hmm. is good with themselves. Okay. okay. And if you're not good with yourself, you'll mm -hmm. be lonely. But if you are good with yourself and you're alone, mm -hmm. you won't be lonely. So that, that's what they say is the difference between say. being alone and being lonely is mm -hmm. being good with yourself. Like you just said, you're having so much fun <laughs> doing it. Yeah. Even though you're aware that you're alone, yes. you're not lonely. You're aware that you're isolated, but you're not lonely. I mean, I'm not the analyst. Like I'm not. But I, I can see but that. Did you feel like you were missing out on something? Did you feel like you were missing? No. Out? Then you're not lonely. Yeah, I really didn't. It was if I didn't go with these girls to get their nails done right. after class, I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything. But when you did go with them, and did do all these things, you felt like you were missing out on something. Yes. The Lego car or whatever. Yes, exactly. Right? It was, that's your, that's your compass. I could be doing something else, you know? I would have had more fun than just sitting here. And right. I was always the one walking at the back of the line right. or back of the group, not because they pushed me to the back. Right. It was, I just didn't feel like I wanted to be in that or group. Belonged. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't connecting with them. Right. Or I wasn't- Fitting. Fitting, exactly. And at the end of the day, I was more excited to go home and put stuff together, or play outside with my neighbors who were actually all guys. Right. Um, it, so so that, that starts making more sense okay. now that I, I hear you say that because it starts sometimes from an early stage. Mm -hmm. um, and, and sometimes they used to use the word tomboy, I think. Back in my time, they would use this. this it's still used. It's still to used. Stay from what I know, yes. Right. So, yeah. like, you know, dresses, baggy, likes to go out, hang out with the boys, and plays with the boys. And yeah. Has no idea. Doesn't worry about the nails and all the other stuff. <laughs> and and hey, by the way, there are plenty of guys that worry about their nails too. By the way. I oh, of think. course. Just heads up on that. <laughs> Just want to hang out with the guys for a second, uh, but they do care. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day, and a guy who does worry about his nails too, sometimes the guys are like, "What's?" What? What's going on? What's the matter with you? Mm -hmm. Like who, who worries about their, their nails or guys? And the guy's like, hey, listen, I worry about my nails. Yeah. So there are these kind of like these um, um, 
different flavors, right? Mm-hmm. Of like who we could be. Mm-hmm. Um, and you started notice. You say you noticed that about. But while you were there, did you did you notice then? Like now you look back on it. But when you were there and then, mm-hmm. you're like, I like notice exactly like what I was like the people around me, or just notice if it was me personally, like what both either one. I don't know if I did. So you said you went from feeling that it was it was not wrong anymore, mm-hmm. and you, that you were just different. Mm-hmm. When did you decide this? Like. That's that was high school. Okay. So that was right after high school. Yeah. Was like it a it, moment or was it a series of moments? I think it was a series of moments. Okay. I think it was once I wanted to get into a career that I was more so into. Okay. So in high school, actually, I think this was grade 11. Mm-hmm. We all were going through co-op at that point. Yes. We were put in a co-op class. Yes. You have a co-op teacher. And at one point he comes up and says, okay, I need to put in applications for all of you guys. What do you want to do? And you'd go up to him after You guys, class. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, how they generalize the population. So I went up to him after class. I told him what I was interested in. And I told him I wanted to be an automotive technician in Canadian Tire, Active Green and Ross, whatever was available. And That's what you. That was the first words out of your mouth. That was the first words you thought about this, yeah. and you said, "This is what I want." This is what I want. This is what I was waiting for. Okay. To ask you, and he said, "I can put an application into a Canadian Tire. Um, I'll get back to you later." So a couple of days later, he pulls me aside, and he was a great guy. He was an amazing co-op teacher, but he said, "I can't get you into anything. I can't get you into." any automotive sector, any shop, because the managers tell me that they don't want to hire you due to liability issues because you'd be the only girl in the room. Mm. And I told him, I said, I don't really care. I will clean the floor. I'll sweep the floor. I'll organize the tires. I don't mind. I just want to be in that environment because this is what I'm interested in. I love the smell of tires. (laughs) Even that, you know, it it's, didn't bother it me, thing, right? Smell the smell of burnt rubber or oil. I was into it, you know, and they said, I just want to be in that environment and see it because that I want to learn. This is where my passion sits and I know it. And he still said, I can't do anything for you. So that kind of pushed me into, I guess, a stage of, okay, what do I do now? Do I keep looking for someone that's going to hire me or do I just accept the fact that it's not going to happen and get into another career and I did a bit of both so I still went into another career just because I said it's good to have some sort of backup but in the meantime I tried really really hard and pushed through so many corners to try to get into an automotive industry so that that's the point there is that you, you get the first, like, no. Yes. Right? Let's call it, like, not a rejection, but it's like a no. Exactly. Right? Uh, no, they don't want you. Mm-hmm. I'm not wanted here. Mm-hmm. The boys never did that with you. No. Right? No. So this is the first true. time it's happening. Yeah. Uh, and so this is new. Yes. And you go, okay, well, I guess, you know, so you try again. Mm-hmm. And you weren't given a yes the second time. You're given a no. Still a no. Okay. And then you were given another no. Mm-hmm. And then you were given another no. Mm-hmm. At, at any point in time, though, as you're getting this no, 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 mm-hmm. uh, does your morale or your your motivation level, mm-hmm. does it at all change? Yes. What do you mean? It does go down. My motivational level went down a lot at okay. that point because I really started the questions again was am I built to do this kind of stuff? Is this why I'm getting the no? Because they say that you can't handle it because you're a female. Yeah, like what were their reasons? Uh, they wouldn't tell you because you're female. They or, did. Oh, okay. One of, it was. Right. the main. Straight to your face. It right. was, it's, like, it's male dominated and you're a girl and I'm not sure if that's going to work out or I don't know if you have the strength for it. The strength for it. The strength for it. That okay. was another one. And that's um, another one was I'm afraid that they're going to bother you. Right. So I'm trying to protect you. Oh, this is good for you now. 
Okay. Exactly. Right. So it was just demotivating when you're trying to get into something that you think that maybe this is what I built for. This is what I want to do. And this is a career path. So this is not just a job that I, you know, something like McDonald's or Tim Hortons. I just want to get a job. Right. So please get me in. It's I want to build a career. Like I want to make a living out of this. Why are you so sure? How are you so sure? Because I didn't look any to any other way. Oh. Like, that's all I could think about was wanting to work on a car or mechanicals, electricals, hydraulics. It wanted to get my hands dirty. I was never the type to do theory. I was always practical. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I learned easier watching things and working on it right. than sitting in a room and watching somebody write it on a board. I could never process the information. Right. So first of all, that's why I was even interested in the trades. Right. And then it was so many sectors of the trades is, okay, which one are you mainly into? And that's what I fell into. And eventually my goal was to get into high performance. Right. But you have to start from the bottom sure. to get up there. So Just hearing those engines, I got to say. Here. Oh, yes. Right? And like, I'm a guy. So guys, <laughs> that's what guys are supposed to. Exactly. Right? So uh, so you get, get told, no, 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 no. And you set up a backup, which is the beginning of the acceptance of like, you're starting to buy in. Yes. Right? To yes. like, I'm going to go in this direction. Yeah. And um, keep going. So. Yeah. So what happened was I eventually, after putting in many applications. How many? Five? No, I'd probably put 15, 16. Okay. Maybe even more. I went, the number becomes irrelevant, it seems. You know, it does because I even went into shops physically with a resume in my hand. And I said, I want to see the manager. I want to see someone because I really want a job here. <laughs> what would make you think like on the 15th try or the 10th try? You've been told you tried the same thing. These are all the same looking people. The yes. Same. What made you think anyone's going to say yes? I might get lucky. I might have that one person that's willing to accept a female to work in the in the trades mm-hmm. um I did also, you change what you were saying to them each time you i did go? okay i did i the beginning i said i just want a job i want to get into this industry i'll go to school right i'll whatever you want me to do i'll do the programs and at the last one i said half the amount of words kind of just gave the resume and said i'm okay to do the cleaning if you need start me off there because huh. at that point i sort of said Maybe they just don't want to hire somebody to work on the car itself. But maybe if I start down below, I might make my way up to even installing a tire. Mm. <laughs> and I tried and I tried and it didn't really get anywhere. I eventually got into a shop. It's an auto it's an auto body production facility. And I put in the application, got the call right away, huh. which... I was so happy about it. I was so excited. It wasn't the mechanical side of it, but it was still in the automotive industry. So, okay, it was body, but it all correlates to each other. Sure. And I started off there, had a lot of fun. I was actually the first girl in the department. So that was a little bit unsettling for some people, I think, that were working around me. What would make you think that or say that? they would act really different with me than everybody else. I was getting a lot of the side looks. I was getting the, the when I would go up to them asking the question, it was just like, they Dumb wanted girl. to walk away, like I'm not even gonna deal with this. Huh. Um, but I also had a lot of positives from that company. I had a lot of people- So this that, is the first time the boys are telling you you can't play yes. with them? Yes, exactly. Yeah, oh. this would have been the first time. And then I had, the other group of people which were actually very accepting so it kind of felt like oh this is like the kids i grew up with you know they're helping me out when i need it um they're answering my questions they're just being very is even when i walked in through the door they came up to me and introduced themselves and were like oh wow this is amazing to see you here so i found that really fitting and i appreciated that and i uh then i met somebody in a different department, actually, I was watching the way he was working and I went up to him one day and I said, I want to learn what you're doing 
because I gotten so used to my department that I was just, it was all muscle memory and mm -hmm. it started to get a little bit bored. Sure. So I went up and I asked and I was like, can I learn? I'll come in on a weekend. I'll do any after hours. He was like, that's interesting because no one's ever come up to me to ask. Mm. And I would say that he was a very helpful person in my journey that got me into a mechanic shop mm. because I think he saw my passion mm. and he saw my views and he was like, okay, I'm going to vouch for you. I'm going to help you get somewhere that you really want to get with. a mentor. And I, exactly, like a mentor. And I eventually did get into a shop. Had a lot of fun there, learned a lot of stuff. However, this was during the COVID era oh, and right. we all know what happened through COVID. Right, People, yeah. Yeah. Plus some people lost their jobs, some people got laid off. Right. Um, sometimes the pay was never the same. Right. Because companies weren't able to keep sustain the same uh values they could as before. So I eventually would say that me not being able to work at that mechanic shop anymore was like a fall down for me. Because I had thought I worked so hard to get here only to lose it. And I remember that I was, I was really, really upset during that time because I thought, okay, maybe this is it. Maybe all those people at the beginning of the line that told me not to do this, there was a reason because they told me maybe I wouldn't get far with it. And then I started to think- Like hey, you've been wrong about other things, exactly. right? What if you're wrong about this? Exactly. And I thought maybe all the people that were negative as opposed to the positive, the negatives were the right ones. Because I was- There's so many more of them? <laughs> there's so, exactly- <laughs> Not really, was there? There was, oh. there was always left, right, and center. Even when I was talking to people, just when I was going out aside from work, mm -hmm. and they would ask, oh, what do you do? And mm -hmm. I'd say, I'm a technician. And they'd be like, oh, really? How's yeah, that Yeah, because you know, when you go through <laughs> high school, people talk differently then yes. too, right? They're like, there's a lot more like, maybe even directing your face. Right? There is. Versus and in elementary school, the level of communication is different. Oh, it's right? not a lot of thinking going into it right? during elementary school, exactly. And in high school, you're right, it's more direct. And people would just, and this is like after high school, once sure. we've gone into our careers. Yeah, people would just say, oh, okay, that's nice. Or do you think you're going to get anywhere with it? Or are you planning to open a business? Because other than that, what's the point of you being there? So that's when I started to think, the negatives are correct. I'm just delusional. I don't think this is going to work out for me. Mm. And I just sort of like shut down in that sense, shut down that idea of continuing with it mm. because I thought it's just, maybe it's just never going to work for me. And I think that's something that we need to pay attention to whenever we get told no or we get rejected is that's just one person's point of view. There's so many other point of views. But there's a hundred of those people, but, but there's just one person's point of view. Exactly. And just because somebody says no to something, it doesn't always mean it's correct or it's not meant for you. Maybe your path was meant to go through a different direction. You're Maybe you're meant to get there, but through a different route. And I think that's what happened with me was... It wasn't straight ahead. It wasn't like, okay, yeah, I'll get you the job there. And then you're going to continue and get your levels and then go to school. It was, you had to go through so many loops and rejections just to get to that point. And when you get to that point and something breaks down for you is, okay, now I got to look at everything again. Right? Like there's this moment of evaluation. Exactly. Or re-evaluation. Exactly. Assessment, right? That's what yes, we do when it, it doesn't work out. It is. Yeah. I don't like puzzles. I never liked puzzles as a kid. People oh. used to love putting puzzles together. Right. The reason I didn't like them was there was only one correct way to finish it. Mm. I like to think that there's other ways to finish that piece. You don't have to just jumble them together in the correct orders and i think that's sort of where my route went was my finishing piece is where i am today i'm still in the trades um my finishing piece is where i am today yes i like that yeah <laughs> yeah i like that <laughs> yeah and i think it's because 
to get to where I am, I had to understand that there's going to be barriers, there's going to be blockages that are going to push you back. And it's always going to happen. It's never going to stop. And you got to just keep yourself, keep up, like, keep your head held you know, high. But how do you know you're right? You, you don't. You, honestly, I started to accept that I really don't know if I'm right. That it's just trial and error. If it's going to work out for me, it's going to work out. If it's not, I'm going to try something else. But when to are you going to know? I thought that I would never know. I thought that and I that's would okay. keep trying. And to no, it scared know? me. It scared me a lot. It was, honestly, it was like, do I go to school? Do I go to university? Right, because like, time's passing. Time's passing and everyone's getting on with their lives. And people are advancing. Exactly. Right. And it was, okay, I could have, right when I got out of high school, I could have went with OSAP like everyone else did, mm -hmm. go to school by the age of 22, 23, already have a certificate or a diploma right. and be on with a co-op at the place that you've studied for. Right, because that's the way everybody does it. It's the way everybody does it. But how come I didn't want to go that route? And how come during that downfall where I didn't have my job anymore? Right. How come I didn't just go to school? Because I had that option. It's one it's click away for an application. Natural. It's not that hard. Yeah. But I still didn't go that way. I still kept looking for something in the trades, which was now I'm in construction. Right. right? So how come I did that? And this is where that accepting portion for yourself comes in. And you go, I'm just different. Wait, but have you ever along the line? Because we all do this. Yeah. I think is, you know, when you when we're growing up, yeah, we learn that this is the way it is. For example, <clears throat> you know, you wake up at this time, okay, you know, uh, you eat this many meals a day, yes, um, you know, you go to school, mm -hmm. uh, and what they teach you, that's true, that's right, yes, right, that's what you're going to need in life, mm -hmm. okay. So we learn, mm -hmm. and a lot of what we learn, we accept. Yes, it's this is how. It is. It is. And we learn both, you know, as we say through Constitution Convention, like how things are taught to us directly mm -hmm. and then how we just observe how things are. Girls mm -hmm. play with girls, you know, like that. So you accepted some things. You accepted like what you were taught in math or geography, like this is an iceberg, whatever. Yes. Like, this is a tree. Like these are things that you taught. Yes. But then some things you did not accept. Mm -hmm. And uh, along the line, you had confirmations constantly being sent to you about... Um, is are you are they are you okay? Mm -hmm. Is mm -hmm. everything all right? So while this is all happening, did you ever meet anyone who was like you, who confirmed to you that uh, I'm different too, mm -hmm. and that's okay? It you never mentioned any of that. You mentioned everything mm -hmm. so far about people being in groups that are alike, mm -hmm. not to you, but you never once mentioned that you had met somebody who was like you to confirm yeah. that it's okay to be like this. You haven't mentioned one confirmation. I haven't met somebody that's like me, no. But I have met people that are okay with what I chose to do that's or fine. how I chose to go about sure. it. But no, I can't say that I've met someone like me. So you have no confirmation no. that being like you is, is okay to is anyone else out there. That's true. And I'm sure there's somebody out there or there's other people out there that might be, that have thought the same things at some point. Might have not been about the industry that I'm in, but it might have been about something else, maybe not even related to a career. But it's, I guess it's just about, there could have also been the people that did go through what I went through, but accepted that it's just not gonna work for them and are now doing something which they're uncomfortable with. Yeah, I mean, that's for them. Yeah, I'm wondering about you specifically. Yeah, you know, like, uh, like, you know, like when you take a math test, mm -hmm. you know, and everyone, like, you get an answer right or wrong. Yeah, that's what I love about math, by the way. There's and puzzles. only one right answer. Well, like, you can be sure. Yes, I like being sure. Mm -hmm. And you're talking. This is why I find it it's so interesting because you're okay with you don't know, and me, I I want to just be certain. Um, there's some things I won't ever understand, mm -hmm. but it's always nice for me. I always say I like clarity. Mm -hmm. I like one plus one. There's it's two. It's two, and there's no other possibility. And I'm sure. Okay. Then I can build on two now, mm -hmm. and I can build because mm -hmm. when I want foundation, 
when I think about my foundations, mm-hmm. I think I want my foundation to be secure so that I can build on top of it, like a Lego. Yes. If it's not secure, you can't build on it. If it's not sure. So I like being sure. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things that helps you to be sure about yourself is somebody else also did it this way. Mm-hmm. But you haven't mentioned it. No, anyone. there wasn't really anybody to, yeah, to so talk about. How are you sure. okay with it? And I love yeah. it, by the way. I'm just saying, this is what I find it so amazing. Yeah. Is that that's that inspires me mm-hmm. that you don't have any one person confirming anything. Mm-hmm. Yet you are loving this. You're yeah. enjoying the ride. It's true, though. It really is. And I didn't actually see it that way. Now that you explain it like that is, wow. <laughs> it, you don't need anybody to confirm this, it. You're on this, like, it's like an iceberg. Like, you're just, there's nobody around to tell you if this is right or wrong. You're just going and yeah i find that phenomenal i really find that mm -hmm. amazing Mm -hmm. like like paradigm amazing right yeah so you're sitting here you have no confirmations you you just keep going well you know where did you then get the idea from because everybody gets the idea from somewhere where would you say you got that idea from i would that's hard because i didn't i didn't watch anything or like read anything to get those ideas it was just it sparked in me it just came from somewhere where i thought i want to do this i want to fix things i want to put things together i I like to hear engines i want loud i want noisy and it i don't know there was nothing and i can't say there was anything or anybody that inspired it right like it just came from something inside of me Mm that made me say this is what i want to do this is what i'm into you know it's, what i call that yeah i call that being alive okay <laughs> honestly i like that th- that's how yeah. i refer to it because you know like when you're doing it you're mm-hmm. alive yes and when you're not doing it you're not alive and, you don't fit yeah. like you know so yeah. uh, i love that you actually <laughs> what i love about what you did is that you it's not like you just sat there and didn't try the alternative. Mm-hmm. You did. Yes. You try to fit in. Yep. And or fit in with like whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're like not, I'm not alive. Mm-hmm. And then you just chose to be alive. Yes. And when you're doing it, you never once mentioned how much money you're going to make or how hard it is or mm-hmm. how many reject. It doesn't seem like any of that stuff phased you. No, it didn't. That's when you're alive. That's yeah. what I think is amazing is that you're living you know you're striving honestly and like that's what i'm doing right now i really enjoy what i do i enjoy knowing that i worked hard to get to where i am and that this is going to be it and i'm fine with that i'm not miserable then some people are really they might not enjoy it do you think that that's sometimes confirmation for you where somebody where you see others kind of taking the the norm Mm -hmm. and accepting the norm but you look closely at him just like they look closely at you you kind of look back also and you're like um you don't really seem like you're having a lot of fun or you like alive yet you're asking me if i'm okay yes do you ever feel i have i have actually i did i had that stage once where i was sitting in the truck um i was at work and i saw somebody downtown they were it's a group of them and they were walking you know with their backpacks but i looked them in the face and i thought either they're really tired they didn't sleep well or they're really not happy and listen i'm all for education i think it's important i think school is important sure Uh, not like you're not learning exactly you should have some 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 sort of even if it's not a paper but knowledge right but yeah i looked at these group of kids and i noticed not kids i would say they were adults and i know they just didn't look so happy and i'm sitting there you know with my music up i'm happy i'm working i'm very very happy but going to work and it's not bothering me so that's that's where the confirmation would have came in is right that is a confirmation that's i'm good like this is i'm okay with this this is okay because this is how i feel and there's nothing wrong with that so um you moved into um from one trade Mm -hmm. to another trade yes um and you've had you know other than uh 
you know, others telling you that you didn't belong there. Mm -hmm. What other moments did you have along the line where you were you were challenged that mm -hmm. these were obstacles that you might have like felt like were demoralizing aside from a person telling you you didn't belong there was there a time that you were like struggled to do something that you're like hey i'm not i'm not doing this at the level that i mm -hmm. am i capable of doing it did you run into those kind of moments where you were missing the target forget about someone telling you you don't belong mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. you weren't. You felt like you weren't succeeding, or were you always succeeding at it? No, I did feel like I wasn't succeeding at some points. Like you're trying to pick something up and you you're not picking it up right. Yeah, yeah, I, I did have that when you mentioned it. It I couldn't understand. There was something that I couldn't understand. You couldn't understand, and it bothered me a lot because I thought, again, this is where it goes back to: how come he can understand it, but I can't? So was it that whole? It, and it came back. Yeah. And it, it's funny because it do, it did when I think about it during my career or my times. It kept that question kept coming back, but going and coming back and going. Because when those troubles came and I couldn't figure out, but he could. It was maybe girls aren't made for this. Hmm. Maybe again, there's a reason why they were the nose, because we're just not built to do this. And it. It would bother me or it would kind of push me back in that sense, but then I would end up figuring it out. And when I did figure it out, it was, that's all I just needed was some practice and some more knowledge or somebody just to explain it to me a bit better. And I overcome it. And did you figure it out always right away or did it take some time? Sometimes, sometimes I figured it out right away. It was one small thing or sometimes it did take some time. And when it did take some time, I would sort of invest in that time for myself. Mm -hmm. I I remember one time I just went to the junkyard and I picked up an engine and I was like, I'm going to take this thing apart because if I'm not given the moment to do it at the shop, I'm just going to do it myself because I'll understand it better this way. And I did. I took it apart and I put it back together, took it apart, put it back together until I understood what I was missing. And I felt a little bit better at that sense. It was... That's all I needed to do. It's not that we don't belong in this. It's we just need to take that extra step sometimes and just do it ourselves because maybe somebody else isn't going to give you that chance. Um, now you're here mm -hmm. and you're, you've gone through all the uh, doubts and the confirmations, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Um, do you still have doubts? Do, do they, do they, does that, you know how you said mm -hmm. that question keeps coming and then going? Does that question keep coming? No. It's gone now. It's gone. That question, I would say, yeah, it doesn't pop up anymore is of why or is it correct or not. It's, it was, it was like when you look at your past and you still remember things, that's where it sits, but it never comes back up. And I think that's a good thing per se because. I feel like with that comes confidence. That's when you know you're confident in yourself and what you're doing. And everyone around you is also confident with you. Because I'm not getting the, oh, that's what you do. Oh, is it going to really go anywhere? Do you like it? It's, oh, nice. Do you think that they're thinking it and just not bothering to say it anymore because you're now so sure? It could be. So is it possible then that before when you were saying it, mm -hmm. you didn't even sound sure mm -hmm. and that's why they were questioning? I could be. When was there a part of you along the way that, because it sounds like when the questions were there, mm -hmm. they were asking you more and now you don't have those questions mm -hmm. about yourself mm -hmm. and no one's asking you anything. It, that could be it too. It's when they see confidence in you is they step back and they might not want to bring that up again. Um. Yeah, maybe I do sound a bit more sure when I give them the answers. Is the puzzle complete? Is the puzzle complete? Uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> it's okay, now that you say it like that. Well, yeah, you said it, so I'm the just puzzle wondering. Could, yeah, the puzzle could be complete. It could be or it could still be adding. Still maybe the bottom section that isn't finished or the borders aren't finished, but it's, it's the centerpiece. But it's more complete now. Yeah, it's the centerpiece. It's what brings it together. Sometimes you got to start from the middle to finish the rest. And I would say that that's part of the journey. 
is you might not have completed everything, but the portion is there and you know where you're headed and you know what you need to do to finish it off. I I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. I don't ever think that a puzzle is ever complete either. Mm-hmm. But I think that when you start from the middle part and you work your way out, it's mm-hmm. amazing because you can just keep going then. Yeah, exactly. You can take from the puzzle right. and continue it. And I I would say that, yes, there's still space for me to grow from where I am now and add more to it. And I'll never say no to it. And I know that if I have those barriers... I just look back at what I had to push through to get to where I am is, why can't I just continue to do that? Nothing's going to stop me now. That's how I look at it. So is there anything when you look at what you want to do next or where you might want to go that you're unsure about, that you think, hey, this might not work? Um, Not necessarily. I wouldn't say so. Is if is to ask that question is if it might not work. No, it's it's working and I'm going to keep trying and it's going to keep continuing to work. That's how I look at it now. Yeah, I, I think that's a great way to look at it mm-hmm. as process rather than pass or fails. Exactly. Right. Because you never know when something's going to come up. Any moment, anything can happen. Gosh, we might have another COVID. Per- like, let's mm. just say, and right. you don't know if that's going to come, and when it does, right. it's just don't give up on it. Just continue. Just keep trying to build on that, on what you're aiming towards. Because at the end of the day, it's it's your life. No one else is going to build it for you or live it for you. It's how you want to continue with it. Have you ever? Do you get now girls coming to you mm-hmm. and going, Daria? You think that's amazing that you went and did it before mm-hmm. you had the guys or some somebody in the mechanic shop mm-hmm. saying to you. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have others now coming to you and saying you're so lucky? I get the maybe not the lucky, but I do get the oh my gosh, I'm so glad you did it. Hmm. I'm so glad you changed it around for us. And for us, for us, what do you mean? they mean as collectively for the I guess. I guess girls in general, or I actually, there was another, there was one girl that came up to me and I forgot where it was, but she was, she heard from somebody else what I was doing. And she said, I really want to get into this position. I want to get into that career. I want to get into that path, but everyone keeps telling me it's not going to work. She said her parents don't agree with it, especially. And I remember telling her, I said, it's, it's fine. Cause Everything you just told me, I was I went through it. So you can do it. Just try. Just take that first leap and keep trying. And if you still feel like you want to do it, then it means that's it's built for you. That's what you want to do. I don't know where she is now. She told me that she wanted to be um, something for concrete in the union. And that's where she kept getting pushed back from. And maybe she's there. Maybe that's all she needed to hear was somebody to tell her, Yes, you're going to get told no, and that's fine. But nothing's wrong with you. That's just what you choose to do. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I was just going to ask you that, is that if somebody, and I don't think this just applies to girls, mm-hmm. or it's not a guy-girl thing. I think it's a situation where, you know, we're faced with, and, and that's why that's what I'm, I'm appreciating about it mm-hmm. so much, mm-hmm. is that, you, I think we all mm-hmm. have that same challenge that it's like, is this is what I, I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's not working out. Mm-hmm. It could be a relationship. Exactly. But it's not working out. Yeah. Um, it could be whatever, mm-hmm. but it's not working out. And then the confirmation that I get from you is that when you're not there with it, you're lonely. Mm-hmm. But when you're there with it, even though you're alone, mm-hmm. you're not lonely. Yeah. That's how you know. Yes, that's true. That That's when you start to tell yourself is, I'm there. That's And you're happy with it. You don't need everybody around you at that point is 
you're there for yourself and that's all that's gonna matter. And you're right, it, it could be relationships, it could be some furniture you're putting together, it could be a career, but you're working it out. You're trying to make it work because that's what you love to do. That's what you want to do. So last thing, what do you struggle with at all now? You got it all figured out? No, oh, I, I would say that. Come on. Um, What's the struggle now? I would say general struggles, something, I mean, I'm 22, so. Forgot that. <laughs> we're Sound we're like um two thousand years old. Yeah, the way you're talking. Still learning how to live on our own, learning how to um build your life, right? We know about the hard housing market today, you know, we're all trying to figure it out here. So I would say struggles are just everything in life that you at my age would have also been struggling with. Um hmm. I would, yeah, that's that's where I would put it with struggles. And there could be something else that's going to come up even tomorrow or 20 minutes down the road. And whatever that struggle may be, it's just think about, okay, take a moment, don't accept what it is just yet, and just try to work it out. Just go step by step. So you still get moments where there's like some fear? Yeah, fear still, yeah, fear's still there, I would say. Um, I'm sure that everyone does fear something in their life, whether, whether again, work-related or not work-related. Uh, I, would, I would say fear is a good thing also, because if you're too comfortable, that's also probably dangerous. Mm. Um, you're accepting that however everything's going right now is the way it's gonna go. And that's going to be it. So you start to get comfortable with that. It's always expect something out of the box. Always be fearful. Uh, because when you are fearful also is you get that fight or flight in you. And it's you either you become a fighter almost. Because you don't want whatever struck you to be that answer. You want to work something around it. So if somebody today is sitting there mm -hmm. contemplating this mm -hmm. and it could be on anything where they are feeling like very, very different, mm -hmm. right? And got no confirmations that anybody's like this. Yes. How do you get, what do you tell them to get from this feeling that I'm different and different is wrong mm -hmm. to I'm different and different's just fine? I would... I would tell them to just keep trying. One step would be keep trying. Um, surround yourself with people that are going to tell you that it's fine, it's okay. Don't just surround yourself with the negatives and just keep believing in, in yourself. And I'm sure one day they're gonna get there or whoever it is that w is struggling with that, knowing that there might be a place for you somewhere and there is a place for you somewhere out there you just gotta get to it and it's it's gonna take a lot it's gonna demotivate you you're gonna lose energy you might even start to feel tired of it and just say forget it i'm not gonna do this anymore you might do that get into something else and then find yourself back in that first place and still trying to get that and that usually means like that's just you. Just accept the fact that you want to do this and it's fine. Just because someone's telling you it's not is not always true. That's how I would put it. Just accept it. Do you think having a um, a reason, like... Um, yeah. You know, you know, a lot of times uh, I found that somebody's told me... Mm -hmm. You'll get there. And you're like, you don't know that I'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually, yeah, and you don't know how long that's going to mm -hmm. be. Mm -hmm. You're 22 and this worked out yeah. for somebody who's, but 22 is, I don't want to say early to have mm -hmm. gotten there, mm -hmm. but a lot of people stretch way past this point mm -hmm. and didn't get there. Mm -hmm. And they'll say, oh, Daria, you got lucky. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, somebody said yes, finally mm -hmm. to you. Mm -hmm. you only went to 15. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been to 500. Yeah. You know, like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Of course. That, the, the, that extension of time and mm -hmm. space is, is unknown. 
And because it's unknown, it's so, it seems like it's very far out there, mm -hmm. virtually impossible because mm -hmm. you can't see it in mm -hmm. front of you. So it might as well be infinity. Uh-huh. Then how do you know? And how's it, how do you move yourself when you don't know? How did you do it? How would you tell them to do it? I would, yeah, that's a tricky question too, actually, because when you're going through it at the time, you don't think about it. You don't you think, don't about, think it. about it. You you just you're just going. You're just continuing, and I w that's what it is. It's if you mentioned earlier is the whole alone and lonely thing. It's you love what you're doing, and you're trying your best, and you're trying your absolute best to try to get to that. And that's don't think about it. You're right. It's it's not visible. You don't see it. You don't know if you're gonna get it or not. And that's the fear. That's the scary part. That's the uncertainty. And Sit down. maybe uncertainty and fear is what helps you go keep going and the kick. Um, because you know that if all else fails, you'll just go to go to school if you want. Let's say that's the route that we're talking about. Or you might go do this, or you might go do that because you already know it's possible. The un the impossible could be what might be i don't know how to say it something being impossible might also make you want to make it possible that's another way to put it well the fact that you even thought that it's possible e to me yeah takes it one step away from being impossible, impossible. Yeah. the fact that you even thought that it's possible that wording word stops it from being impossible yeah exactly so I, w I would say just don't think about it. Take the next. Take, take the, the next. Well, that's what they say. What? The journey of a thousand miles, right? Yes. Yeah. That's where that's where they would bring it from. And take that step. Don't think about it. Just continue doing what you want to do. Fight for it. Be confident in yourself. Show them confidence. And I'm sure that at some point they'll get there for sure. It Thank just you. might not be the easiest, but. <laughs> well, it's interesting you say it might not be the easiest, mm -hmm. but then you also describe the look on the faces of those people that were dead downtown that day. They didn't look like it was easy for them. It didn't. And hey, maybe those guys are going through what I went through. Maybe they're fighting through trying to get something that they were told no to. And those are the fall down moments is that feeling he or she might have felt. Um could be i think the truth somewhere lies somewhere where you know how sometimes we think our path is the hard path mm -hmm. yeah that's we're making an assumption that they have it easy on the other side yes and actually it's i don't think that's not true it's necessarily true no that the that going the way everybody else goes is also easy mm -hmm. and my confirmation on that mm -hmm. is i asked them yes i go so how's it working out for you yeah and they're like oh man it sucks oh this that. Yeah. And I go, okay it kind of sucks here too sometimes <laughs> so you know what we're both going through something yeah. tough yeah so that was to me something i looked at also that was mm -hmm. like oh my gosh mm -hmm. it's not easier on the other way mm -hmm. even though everybody's doing it mm -hmm. and i thought my 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 way was hard so then i was like okay you know what it's hard either way it is hard. I might as well yeah. do something I'm enjoying to do. Exactly. And I'm sure it is for everyone. I'm sure everyone's struggling with something, even if they're not saying what it is. Like I could be saying, oh, I'm fine now, but everyone's got something going on. And that's just the challenges in life. Yeah. And but once, you know, what point is, is that like, at least if I'm going to struggle, yes. I'd rather struggle doing something I enjoy. Something you enjoy. Exactly. <laughs> and struggle doing something. <laughs> You don't like doing What's the point that? of that? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> thank you so much, uh, Daria, for for coming here. I mean, honestly, when you talk about it, mm -hmm. you honestly make it look easy. You <laughs> make it sound easy. Honestly. I mean, here you are. Like yeah. you're laughing about, you're yeah. smiling about it, mm -hmm. but it wasn't all smiles. It wasn't all roses. That's true. It's true. It, How I can you smile say. like this after all of that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's very recent that it happened. Yeah, it's. Um, and when you were going through it, did you think that in a very short time I'll be smiling, talking about it? No, it didn't occur to me. I thought no one would ever even want to hear it. 
thought it'd be just something that lays under the covers and only I'm gonna know about. And I also want to use my story to inspire other people to feel that they can come out of that moment and continue going if they really feel like they want to because we learn from our challenges and that's where we get the knowledge. Thank you. No problem. Thank you so much. That for was amazing. <laughs> Thank you for coming by.